Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Crowning Moment. My name is Casey Gibson. For those who may not know me, I have been in pageantry for a little under 19 years now and I will be competing at my next national. So definitely follow us on social media at Crowning Moment Podcast to see what and who I'm interviewing next and what I'm doing in pageant land. But today we have another amazing guest with us. Um, Anika is the first ever Indian American title holder for both Miss and Teen titles for the Miss Massachusetts USA group. And she'll be graduating in May from Boston College. All right, so let's welcome her into the chat. Hello, how are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you? I'm great. Alrighty, so super excited to be chatting with you today. We got to chat a little bit before we started recording, kind of, you know, connecting dots and figuring out who we knew and, you know, what's going on in USA pageant land. But I want to ask you, what was it like being crowned Miss Massachusetts USA this year? It was extremely surreal. I couldn't even believe it. This was my first time going for Miss and I was actually a teen title holder just three years ago. So this was kind of an experience that I thought I would go into and learn a lot from and come back year after year. And then it actually happened. So you could see my face in my crowning video was like, no way. And I'm only 22. So I know that they may, that may be young, but I'm totally ready for this. And I'm excited to go to Miss USA. Wow. Okay. So tell us a little bit about what being Miss Massachusetts Teen USA was like. I mean, obviously, I know you had mentioned you were a COVID queen. Yes. So what was that entire reign like going through a world pandemic? Yeah. I mean, first off, I was the longest Miss Mass teen there ever was, the longest reigning. I was the reigning title holder for around two years. Um, and that was definitely a long journey for me. I grew a lot through it. I started as an 18-year-old and crowned the next girl as a 20-year-old. So there's definitely a lot that I learned in that time. I was a freshman and sophomore in college, and I kind of had to utilize social media as much as I could because appearances were a no-go during that time. And you almost had to be creative with what you were doing, create your own opportunities on a virtual platform. And that definitely helped me when I did compete for Miss Mass USA because I got a lot of skills about how to utilize social media, how to talk to other people online, and I also developed just a lot of friendship making skills. We all had to be super close during that time. It was definitely something we didn't expect and it kind of comes out of nowhere. But I still had an amazing experience. So talking about going to Teen USA, what yeah. was that like? You know, you're getting ready to go to Miss USA whenever they release the date for that. Mm -hmm. um, but what was it like going to Teen USA? What was competition like? How was it, you know, how did it feel to be in that, you know, one of the largest programs for teens to compete in? Yeah, that was one of my lifelong dreams. I actually competed in Miss New Jersey Teen USA around three to four times before going to Massachusetts. So I did Massachusetts once and I had never actually placed in Jersey one year and other years I only made top 15. So my first time in the top five was the year that I won. And that kind of goes to show that going to Miss Teen USA for me was something that I entered with a lot of peace and a lot of excitement. It's something I never even expected. So my whole experience as is was going to be incredible. I knew that it was something that I had thought about since I was little and getting up on stage and actually seeing the lights, actually being on that stage was super surreal. And I know at Miss USA when there will be probably quadruple the amount of people in the audience and all of my guests get to go and People aren't one seat apart, just all those little things. It's going to feel like very full circle of a moment for me. And 
it was it was amazing. I made some great friends. My best friends were actually Pennsylvania and Arizona from that year. So shout out to Molly and Kiki. <laughs> that is super exciting. Do you feel like going into Miss, this is like your redemption story? As you were talking about being a teen and having to deal with all of these obstacles, a global pandemic, not being able to have your full support group. These are things that, you know, nobody would have ever wanted nor asked for. So do you feel yeah. like this is your redemption story going to Miss USA? Oh my gosh, absolutely. I wanted to do Miss because of the sole reason that I felt that I had so much that I couldn't do with the title, but I knew that I had all those opportunities. It was just what we were at in the world that wouldn't let me get to all those in-person things that I had dreamed of doing as a title holder. So this is definitely redemption. I, I think that this year is already incredible. I've already made so many memories, so many friends. We are actually trying to plan a little get together all the USA girls as soon as we can, just trying to get to know each other, which is something I never got to do before Miss Teen USA. So that's also a bit of a redemption. And I know that when I walk on stage at Miss USA, I'm going to be 12 billion times more prepared mentally, physically, all of it. And I'm ready. That's amazing. I mean, and at your age, I'm only 23. So I'm only a year older. But (laughs) at the same time, in my mind, when I hear people that are doing it now, I'm like, holy moly, like, you are so much like, you have to be so mentally prepared for this. And it's amazing how like, speaking with you and hearing, you know, how you're preparing for this and thought process and mentally, physically, all the above to be ready is amazing. Because at you know, you said you were 22. Like, I am 22. Yeah, that is that is truly amazing. But having that Teen USA experience, I definitely think is going to just give you a little bit more confidence, a little bit more help going into that and being on the stage. But I want to talk about, you know, this past year has been very difficult with the Miss USA organization. And that is a whole different bucket I don't even want to look into. Um, (laughs) But I want to ask you, you know, what has it been like? You know, there's not really a lot of clarity going on behind the scenes. What have you been doing to kind of just keep yourself at ease with all of this, you know, fog in the air with the Miss USA organization? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, it's keeping your tribe and keeping your support system close. I have very, very amazing, I call them team members of mine, people who are there to support me and help me, sponsors, my family. You kind of have to keep them really close and let them know what's going on. And I always try to update my coaches, KP Consulting, always try to update them with everything that I'm doing. You have to keep yourself in appearances, keep yourself going. Even though we don't have a date or time, treat it almost like there is one. And when that time comes, you will be that much more prepared. Even if it's later, that's how much more time I got to mentally get there. And then when it comes to the physical aspect of it, um, I have an amazing training trainer, Megan, who's training a lot of the RPM girls. And she's been somebody that I've been able to text. And if I'm I'm going to be super candid. We all go through moments where you have a really rough time, a really rough couple of months, and you have to take what you've learned from that and then keep going. So, I mean, this semester, I was going through a lot of school stress, a lot of stress personally, and you have to remember, I was gifted this title for a reason, and I'm going to keep going until that national date is set. That is amazing. And I wish people could really see me because I'm just like all in on this conversation. of just how amazing <laughs> because I want to break it down competition by competition. You have interview, you have swimsuit, you have evening gown, prelims for these and finals, as well as you have that national costume. So which I really like that they have at the USA pageant. It gives you that little bit of yes. a glimpse to what you're going to do at the actual 
you know, true international competition form is universe. Mm-hmm. What, how have you been preparing for each of these? Let's just break them down. Like for fitness wise, you had mentioned you do have a fitness coach, which a lot of the girls do going into USA. Honestly, I feel like that's the number one thing on your list to have a must of. I mean, I'm a YouTube gal. I love Morgan Morgan Fitness. Yeah. I mean, like I have all of my people, but sometimes like at, you're right. At some point you're like, oh, like I just can't do this anymore. But like, how have you been preparing mentally and physically for that fitness portion of competition? Yeah. I mean, fitness is something really important to me. I actually have a really long fitness journey and it kind of started with an eating disorder when I was in high school. And that inspired my platform as a teen for positive body image. And I always want to show women that even though your body physically changes, as long as your mental health is staying strong, then that is as important as you can get. That is the priority. And physically, I actually prepared for Miss Massachusetts USA all by myself. I had some incredible friends always supporting me to go to our gym. I was in our college gym probably every single day, twice a day. Um, I started preparing pretty late for the mass pageant physical wise. And so now going into Miss USA, I'm like, I put in this incredible amount of effort and now I just have to build on it. And I want a support system and a team with me for that. So I've been training with Megan. She's amazing. Um, and then also just eating healthy, living in college. I mean, I'm graduating in a few weeks, but being in college and having to prep for Miss USA is a whole other beast and staying active and physical as a senior it's also tough so it's it's been a journey <laughs> it truly is that senior itis hits in all aspects of life I graduated from college two years ago and I was a yeah. COVID graduate and so oh it was God. painful and you know being at home all day and I'm we have a very similar story as I'm listening to this and like I feel your pain I also in high school had an eating disorder and it yeah. pushed through you know I was actually prepping for South Carolina Teen USA at the time when it wow. all started so it's like we have a very similar story going into that and definitely body positivity has been one of those things that I have to always keep on my mental radar of like you know yeah. it's okay because in college you know I would walk the campus and you know then during COVID there was no going to campus. You had to stay mm-hmm. home. And so, and I know you have that same experience with, you know, being a title holder during COVID and it's yeah. just not easy to really get out and be able to move. But now, you know, now you're like, I have to put in all this effort. I'm going to Miss USA. Like that is the stage of all stages when it comes to pageantry. But I want to ask a little bit more about that interview portion. And so that's something that, you know, can either be a scary like place for people to get into or it could be their favorite place to get into so what have you been doing to kind of prepare for that interview portion for Miss USA yeah so that is somewhat in a funny way my favorite and most nerve-wracking portion of competition right before I go in it's almost like I know I have the ability to share something really great with them but sometimes it gets pretty nerve-wracking going in so I always try to listen to music get some airpods in stay calm Um, talk to people right before I get in there. And I I actually think this is great in Massachusetts. I don't know if they do this in other state pageants, but the current reigning title holders always sit in the interview area right before girls go in just in case they need a little pep talk. And so when I was a teen title holder, I was helping out some of the girls and then full circle coming back as a contestant in Mass USA, Scarlett Ramirez was giving me the pep talk of my life before my interview. So I've always been kind of a talker right before. It helps me get my thoughts out. And I know at USA, it's going to be a very, very intense interview portion. So I'm ready for it. (laughs) If they could ask you anything in your interview, like truly anything, what would like your favorite question they could ask you be? 
Yeah. Okay. So I actually got asked a question that I loved and it was, what would you do with a billion dollars if Elon Musk gave you a billion dollars? And I was like, okay, finance nerd here. I'm going to answer that. I am a South Asian, I'm Indian American. And so I kind of put in that I would love to provide seed money for Indian females trying to start businesses. Because when I was at Bank of America, I always noticed that a lot of the clientele that we work with is not as diverse. And that's probably not for any reason in particular, other than systematic issues in our country. So I would love to just kind of like crush that systematic aspect that we have, give people the money that they need to start their lives. And I totally would love to talk about anything finance related at USA. I love that. That truly is amazing. And that's one of those questions I'm going to have to put on my list of, you know, make sure <laughs> to prepare for this because that is a good question that they can't ask. You never know, yeah. you know, who you make friends with. They may just give you a billion dollars one day by accident. Right? I'm like, here you go. You know, why not? What are you going to um, do with it? Yeah. Exactly. So going into the evening gown portion of competition, you know, that one's always the last year. People had a lot to say about evening gown at Miss USA where it was very robotic or people had the certain it was the head turn, look down, smile thing. So what are you doing to make yourself really stand out for that on stage and evening gown competition? Yeah, so that's actually been on my mind recently. I, I'm actually a Giovanni It Girl finalist. So I will be going in New York. And so Giovanni is totally my evening gown team. Love them. And that's kind of been the more physical part of the evening gown competition. So I'll be designing my dress very, very soon. I have tons of ideas. And when I was in Atlanta, I kind of worked through that. But looking at the actual walking part, I've got some really good coaches on our team, Alyssa Latham, Kate Parent, Julia Scaparotti. They're all former Mass USAs, Maine USAs, and they kind of come back to make sure that we're all prepared. And I remember for my practicing for my evening gown walk going into States, I would just walk around my college house in heels. I was always in heels, cooking in heels, whatever it may be, um, getting really used to being on stage in that setting. And that way, when I'm walking in it, it almost feels like I'm floating or not even thinking about being in heels. So that's something I'll remember on the USA stage. Okay, I want to pause you right there and talk about the Giovanni It Girl. Yeah. How does that, how does it work? I've always seen on Instagram, it's like apply here, yeah. but but truly, what is the process of that? You know, and that's amazing. You've made it this far in the competition. Thank that's you. so awesome. Thank um, you. So what is that, what has that experience been like outside of USA stuff? Yeah, I mean, number one, when I got that email that I was, I had a casting, so I'll go through the whole process, but I got a casting email and it was a week after I won Miss Mass. I was like, somebody say psych right now. This can't be real. <laughs> um, so I actually got, I applied online. I didn't even re- like remember when I did that, probably in the fall. I just did the online application and I got an email saying you have an online Zoom casting. So I did that. They have you do a little walk on Zoom. Lots of girls end up getting that. So there's lots of opportunities there. And then they choose 20 to 22 of us to go to Atlanta. And so I went to Atlanta, met some really amazing girls who I consider very good friends now. We spent a lot of time together, a lot of showroom modeling, um, uh, runway modeling when buyers are coming. So we're kind of helping buyers pick out what they want for their stores. So it'll be things like... um, you know, the ultimate prom, um, an affair to remember, life is an affair, lots of stories. So then they end up choosing around six to 10 girls to go to New York from that. And I was lucky enough to get to go. So I'm going to be going to New York in July. And I don't know what that experience is going to be like yet. So 
That is so exciting. I, yeah. I'm actually, I know Joy, who is, I yes. think she's the Giovanni It girl right yeah. now, maybe? Yes. Yeah. I love so, Joy. Yeah, Joy is so, she's just such a breath of fresh air, but she is actually an intern with MB Designs, which is an earring company, and okay. I'm also an intern with them, and so I got to meet oh. Joy that way, which is a super yeah. sweet, special moment, and she's just, um, <laughs> she's just such a sweet person, so that's so, that's exciting, so I'm really excited for you, and I really hope that works out, because that will be Thank so you. cool to be possibly the next Giovanni It girl. How right and also being um being five five I'm not extremely tall and so it's super fun just kind of delving into whatever stereotypes about modeling and all that it's been really cool okay I want to ask with you being five five I'm five yes. four so I okay. understand the short girl problems um short girl struggle how, seriously how tall are your heels that you wear Oh my god, I wear the um Sydney Dion heels that are like this big and yes. They're so big and I'm like I have to rock with this cuz the platforms are comfy and they make me <laughs> somewhat as tall as everybody else, but I'm still always getting towered. So it, it's Yes. Definitely it, it's something that I've been dealing with. I I finally figured out which this one's like insider information, but oh, yeah. Shein Okay. Shein makes a lot of pageantry heels, okay? Oh. And actually, someone from work, he was like, hey, you got to go try it. Just go check it out. You know, it's only like 20, 30 bucks on Shein. And so I got – they have like the Pleaser brand, which are like yeah. the clear heels that like a lot yeah. of the Glitz girls wear. They have those on there for like $28, $32, something like in that range. They are the most comfortable and the no most way. tallest heels I could find. How many yes. inches? Um, I think they're like six and a half, maybe. That's awesome. But I, they I'm have a really good, yeah, they have a really good platform in the front. And so, especially for that evening gown, I my evening gown is, I won't say what it is because I am competing and I don't want to <laughs> tell people yet. Um, I need to have a clear shoe because I don't want yeah. it to be seen, basically, as yes. anyone would. Um, yes. They have nude versions of them, but the clear ones, I even did some walking with Blue Sierra, and, like, after staying there for two hours, my feet were perfect. So, Oh, my God. I, yeah, I, I can, need to do that. Yeah, I'll definitely – and I'll put it in the bio, the link below for all of the recordings, whether it's on YouTube or the podcasting yeah. platform, and on my Instagram. So if anybody listening wants to get some, um, I'll drop it down there so you can find the link for those specific heels because they truly – Short Girls Unite. Yes, <laughs> Short Girls Unite. I love it. That's what – when you said that you were 5'5", five five, I'm like, oh, my God, there's hope in life. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to Miss USA at 5'4", five 5'5", five five. yes. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Hey, Kaylin Keys, she did it from North Carolina, USA. Right? She was first runner up to – what was it Sarah Rose Summers Sarah Rose yeah yep so it, it's possible it is possible so we maybe it. maybe it's the year of the short girls maybe right? the short girls so. unite queen year <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it so. so we've talked about your swimsuit we've talked about that evening gown we've talked about you know your interview let's talk about the fun part the national costume Ooh, what I'm so excited you know you're in Massachusetts what are like you can list three big things that maybe you had to decide from so we won't give away your national costume if you've already decided it but mm-hmm. what are like something interesting that you could bring to the Miss USA stage from Massachusetts yeah so a lot of people don't really think about Massachusetts that often I will put that out there it's not a big state and it's not really on people's radars usually which is why I want to totally put it on everyone's radar We end up learning a lot about Massachusetts in history classes, and we don't even realize it. Boston Tea Party, Patriots, big sports state. We have so many teams, the Celtics, the Red Sox, the Patriots, like Bruins, literally so many sports. So I think that just hint, I'm probably going to go the sports route. Um, 
And it's been incredible. It's kind of like a way to bring the entire community of Boston together. And I know when I go to Red Sox games, we actually have these tickets called student nines. So you can go to a Red Sox game for nine bucks. And um, I, I love it. You can always see students in the stand. I definitely want to bring that aspect to my national costume because it's kind of what unites our state. And that's probably the best thing to put on that stage is what unifies you guys. That is amazing. And that is so crazy. The amount of sports teams like major league, minor leagues that you guys have in Massachusetts. And then you go Mm -hmm. over to Connecticut and you have college like that set. They have like a women's uh, women's, uh, NBA team, but that's literally it. That's crazy. You guys got all of it. So there's a reason for everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Truly. Um, So yeah, so that'll be really interested. Definitely be checking out your Instagram Mm -hmm. for anybody listening. Make sure to check out our Instagram when it's time for the national costume because we may see a little bit of a sneak peek of what we just talked about. Yes, yes. But we're coming close to the end of the podcast episode. And I want to throw in here a few things that we did chat about before we got recording. And that was kind of your passion and your purpose behind, you know, what you do as like your platform. So I want to talk about that women in business kind of platform that you have. And I want the listeners to hear a little bit more from your point of view. Yeah. So I am a finance and marketing major at BC, which is Boston College. I love business. I think it's incredible. My parents have always told me I have such an entrepreneurial spirit at such a young age. And that kind of got me inspired to major in this. So I'm going to be working at Bank of America full time in July. And I'm a wealth management analyst. And I think what Casey and I were talking about earlier about being in these jobs in these fields that aren't necessarily particular for a pageant girl is really cool. And I've met a lot of women, even our current Miss USA being an engineer. A lot of women are doing things outside of the box, outside of pageantry and being in the finance world and walking into a corporate building and being in a suit and all that is kind of cool at the same time as going to Miss USA. So I want to share that women should be able to speak up, speak out, do anything you put your mind to And don't be afraid to be in male-dominant fields because we have a lot to say. I love that myself. I work in a very male-dominated field. I work for one of the largest aerospace engineering companies and being, you know, one of, I think, five women on our team of almost 25 um, is insane. So I'm... I'm glad that you understand, you know, we got short girl problems and we're in male dominated fields, but it really does, you know, being able to speak up and speak out is definitely something that pageantry has instilled a lot of us with that tool to be able to show people of like, Hey, I'm not just a pretty face. Like I have a brain too, and I have a purpose coming with me. And so that's really amazing. Especially I love a good soup moment. Being able to spice it up is great. I love watching. Uh, there's a lot of girls on TikTok that are like, Oh my god, the workout fits! Yes, yes, it oh, it makes me so happy. There's a girl that actually works at Grubhub. Um, okay, she went to USC, but she works at Grubhub and she'll be like getting ready to go to work today. And she's like putting on, she's in marketing, but like putting on all like these I've fancy outfits. Yeah. Probably she has like a short bob. Um, I, don't I know what want her name is. Yes. I think I've yes. seen her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, yeah. So you understand what we're on the same side. Of yeah. But, um, but like you said, with, you know, talking to women in the careers, that's definitely a new like path that crowning moment is taking is a lot of us in pageantry after we're done with pageants, what are we doing? We're going, mm-hmm. and, you know, we're, or even during pageants, we have real jobs. I work in technology, you're in finance, you know, Miss USA is an engineer. We do a lot of things. And so learning how you can take the skills that you learn in pageantry, whether it be interview skills or being able to walk in the room and just capture everyone's attention without saying a single word is so powerful. It is. 
that's what I want people to realize that you can literally do anything you want. You could start a new business if you want. You know, Google is your best friend. So I'm going to start bringing on people. We have a a really famous reporter coming on here soon um, to talk to you guys a little bit about how to get into that field. So there is always hope after pageantry. Some people get worried that they may lose their identity, but mm-hmm. don't forget that, you know, once a pageant girl, always a pageant girl. It's what you do with the skills you learned Yeah, going forward. And so I'm really glad that we could, you know, sit down and do this episode today, but yes. I like to ask everyone the same final question. You ready? What is it? I'm ready. All right. In what way has pageants positively impacted you? Oh my gosh, so many ways. I mean, first off, giving me a group of sisters from all over the country. I would never have even met these girls if it weren't for pageantry. And you think about like all the little choices and things you make in life that bring you to certain people for a reason. And for me, pageants brought me some really incredible girls and people that I can lean on. And then also, I can walk into a room and not be scared to talk to other people and speak in public settings. I'm not afraid of big groups of people, just little things like that, that I've picked up in my, oh my gosh, since I was 15 years old and now I'm 22. So seven years of going through this journey and it's not over yet. So I still have one more big hurrah, my last pageant ever, and it's going to be exciting and I'm ready for it. That is amazing. Well, guys, you heard it here first. We have our Miss Massachusetts USA. And you know, guys, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess we'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys. Bye.